0: Dreadheads, I'm John, and I'm Joe, and welcome to another brand new episode of Spread the Dread podcast. It's good to be recording.
1: Yes, it is. I'm kind con- of. We're trying to get consistent with it. We're trying to
0: get better.
1: <laughs> I think, and-, and
0: and we've been talking about this back and forth. And I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do an IG video. Probably maybe one or two of them because I think that they are restricted to a certain time level. But mm-hmm. it kind of explain what's gonna go on with this channel. Nothing is really changing. There's hopefully going to be more content. Uh, But Joe's busy. She's getting ready into her last semester of nursing school to become an RN. I'm so fucking proud of her. I know all of y'all are. But that means that me and her are going to have to kind of change up a little bit with the podcast. Now, rest assured, Spread the Dread podcast is me and (laughs) Joe. You fuckheads out there, you know what to expect. We are... The fucking heart of this piece of shit <laughs> podcast we do. So there will never be anybody but me and Joe, but we're looking at a few different things that we had tried before, mm-hmm. like the Fright Flick, Fuck Mary Kills, and some of those things of expanding what we do. And I'm in a position where I can handle that. Uh, you're in a position where being able to just succinctly focus on a few podcasts at a time works good for you. Yes, exactly. But you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh actually, uh how far out are you from being to getting your LPN?
1: Uh so once I finish this summer semester, I'm technically I've completed the requirements to be an LPN. Apart um, from
0: the final test that everyone takes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's so the School LPNs wise we... and everything you've done everything. Uh you what, well, you got a couple more weeks, right?
1: Yeah. So I think altogether I think I have like four more weeks of the summer semester. Does
0: that include your week off for the fourth?
1: Um I believe so. So you gotta like double check my calendar. By yeah, still so like three I'm, or four really actual
0: weeks of school less to go. But but next week you're actually uh, yeah, yeah have the week, week of the
1: fourth you're off. Yes, I actually do have a break coming up. Thank
0: God. Yeah, <laughs> I know she and she's still pregnant as fucking shit, dreadhead. She is still carrying around Zuzu. Bailey Rawlings, the official <laughs> princess of the dreadheads that we are birthing. We're going to have to deal with Cub and Fox later. They're going to have to duke it out. Y'all have seen Game of Thrones. It might get ugly, but Zuzu has her fucking spot. <laughs> But you are very much still pregnant, are you not?
1: Yes, very much so, and it's been a great pregnancy up until a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, Zuzu's diva and out. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like she
0: found like a desk full of makeup and like a closet full of sponsors of like, oh, I could wear this and that. She is so diva and out dressed. Why we're already crowning her the princess of the dreadheads? Yeah,
1: she's yeah, she's been fucking with my hormones and my body and all that. She's but- gonna
0: control our lives, which is gonna control you y'all, y'all's lives, dreadheads. We just gotta fucking we just gotta deal with it. She's fucking here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But.
1: That's the reason for the delay.
0: Oh, yes. But we're so. So uh, believe me, I don't want to cover it here. I will get into it. You need to make sure you're following us on Facebook and IG. Uh, I'm going to be doing a few videos to kind of start explaining all the new stuff that's coming to spread the dread, hopefully. and, And everything is lining up to where it should. So definitely make sure you're following us on there. But If you want to find links to all of the ways that's to what handle was spread. That's I about to get to. I know you were waiting for the setup. <laughs> we're going to do it classic style. I was about style. to just
1: cut you off. I was just going to say, you, you know what? what? They you could know just what? go to the fucking
0: website. You know,
1: just go to the fucking website. What's the website, Joe? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com.
0: What are they going to find there?
1: Everything. everything. Just go everything. to the website. Yes, we don't even gonna have to go through it. We, you'll find everything there. That, yeah. That's.
0: Yep. Y- Social media, all of our old podcasts, uh, links there. to our YouTube and BitChute. All of that is right there. Joe is pregnant as shit. <laughs> And she's just not having it today, but Dreadhead <laughs> I want to get in this episode.
1: Go. It's been too long.
0: <laughs> it has been, but I'm going to do one final thing. So, we, you know, sometimes we like to highlight a Dreadhead. Mm. And yes. I, you know what? We always talk about, you know, hey, Facebook and IG, but we also have a Gmail, which is spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. And this is like the first time we've gotten like a legit, like, hey, and, like, several paragraphs of a fucking email, usually it's spam, to be fair. And sometimes I've bought sex toys under well, our the, company we, name, well, and we get on a different po- weird mailing list. We had
1: it from another podcast where we, like, enjoyed each other's podcast, the Australian podcast, where we had, like, the oh, longer Oh, the bargain hobbies. Yeah, the Vaganabbies. That's hobbies. our motherfuckers down <laughs> there in <laughs> Australia. Yeah, so... Hat tip to them, but yeah, this is the first individual. Yes, so so
0: I do want to just really quickly, I'm going to leave all of her stuff out of it, but her name's Kim. Kim, if you're listening, and I know you are, to this fucking awesome email, I want you to know we're reading this. She said, Hi, Joe and John. You two have made my trips to and from Macon, Georgia. Very depressing, LOL. But also, altogether, interesting. And I have learned stuff I never knew I didn't want to know, LOL. She (laughs) likes saying LOL, dreadheads. Get into it. I'm the same way. I love the way you bounce off each other. Uh, Thank you very much. It's because uh, years ago we were both fat. And so we we physically learned how to bounce off each other to produce children. And now we kind of do it in a metaphorical sense for podcasting Um, and use laughter to lighten the atmosphere, especially on really difficult episodes. Uh, And then she goes on to tell us about a few episodes she wants us to research. I'm not going to give those away to you motherfuckers because she gave us some good suggestions. She said, I have always been interested in true crime, but as a mother, she's a single mother. Fucking shout out to the single mothers out there doing that. And fuck you to all the fucking dads who ain't out there fucking handling Mm -hmm. your business. Uh, I, but as a mother, single, and an RN, I don't have time to research a lot of situations in the past or even present. And your attention to detail and respect for victims and survivors is heartwarming. So I just wanted you to know how much I love your platform. Uh, and then she gives us another suggestion for it, and close uh, for for new episodes. By the way, and closes it out. A new listener and fan, Kimberly. Kimberly, I want you to know because I don't think that we got around to actually responding to your email. We fucking read it. It has been saved and we we fucking love everything you put in that. We're very happy mm-hmm. uh, to hear that you're handling your business as a single mom and an RN. Joe is not a single mom, but she <laughs> is striving to be an RN and uh so we got major props for you there also major welcome to the fucking dreadhead family <laughs> it's growing bigger by the day and it's just full of fucked up people that'll make you feel better about your life and so I, it was a great fucking email I, a, I will say this kimberly if if gmail is your preferred choice to me that's a five-star review no matter how the fuck you slice it If you just feel comfortable communicating with us through Gmail, make sure you respond to that with your mailing address. We definitely want to send you out some five-star Super Spreader Spread the Dread podcast stickers, and thank you for that. But not just Kimberly can get those stickers joe what do they have to do to get free merchandise from us in these trying financial fucking times leave
1: us a review on either spotify or apple
0: five-star review by the way Five I know star it's review. Day, yeah, yeah you might well now i mean if you leave a one-star review and still want stickers you might be my kind of fucked up yeah, so yeah. And, and feel free if you're like hey here's a screenshot Puts fuck you with i'd that like that those shittiest stickers.
1: and nastiest fucking commodes they can find that's like... fine
0: that's that's where we should be <laughs> All the dreadheads listening right now, I hope they're not in that physical situation, but we've all been there <laughs> where maybe we, we 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 prayed to a really dirty porcelain, porcelain god, god. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yes, Kim, Ugh. thank you so much. Welcome to the yes, dreadhead you, family. Ma'am. And definitely get back to us on Facebook, IG. Or Gmail with your mailing address if that makes you comfortable, and we were gonna we're gonna get you out several mm-hmm. five star super spreader stickers. And again, like Joe said, if you want to get on that, write us a really nice email that's probably full of lies, like Kimberly's, <laughs> <laughs> lol. Or just send us a screenshot of your five star review on Apple or Spotify along with your mailing address, and we're gonna get those out to you. We got a few to catch up on, but we're gonna get to it asap.
1: Joe. No, there's nothing else. Let's get to this fucking episode. There's nothing else
0: so we can get on to what I know, you (laughs) motherfucker. This series, Joe, honestly, when we did episode one, we didn't know if we'd do episode two because it just, it was like our worst performing episode at that time. Yes. Because it was like our fourth maybe fifth episode Mm -hmm. and literally we we had like four or five before it four or five after it, (laughs) and not a goddamn person cared about this one but it is one of our biggest most popular series and i promise you dreadheads we got two or three more already locked up in the chamber yeah let us talk about tortures and executions and motherfucking dreadheads. If you ain't aware, you need to pause right now and go back. There's three more waiting on you.
1: This is part four. Yes, if
0: you're all caught up, let's get right into tortures and executions part Part four. Four. Now, Joe, I normally sit there and say the little rhyme where I'm (laughs) like, Joe, let's do the bio that only you know how to do. There is no No bio on this one Mm because we're doing fucking tortures and executions, motherfucker. But I'm still going to pass it off to Joe because she's the most talented out of the two (laughs) of us. Uh, Which is why when y'all wait for new episodes, know that it's Joe. It's not John. (laughs) It's Joe having other things going on and John being like, I can't do this podcast without (laughs) Joe. But let's pass it over to you for the first torture and execution method, we're going to talk about, Joe, The White Room.
1: Yes, it is a type of psychological torture, um, and it's aimed at complete sensory deprivation and isolation.
0: Now, I will say this, because Mm. I I think that you watched the movie with me, but I I know that you weren't that big of a fan of it. You mostly were like, okay, I'll watch it, because Robert Duvall was in it. But it was uh, THX, I believe it's 1138. Mm. Uh, Correct me in the comments, I'm sure the you will but uh, there's a section in there where he's he him uh, and several other people are dealing with a white room and it is it's that total lack of
1: deprivation uh, like sensory stimuli, yeah, deprivation of sensory stimuli, right? And but honestly, to me, I'm just when like, I see I think it, I'm like, I want to. I would welcome that. Hell, you pay good money to go to like those uh, sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, you're where you one float of the yeah. In water.
0: But you're one of the people that like during COVID you were like great. I don't have to talk to fucking assholes.
1: Yeah, See, so yes to me, a no. sensory
0: deprivation room mm-hmm. or a prison, like what a white room is done as, I that couldn't sounds do it. horrifying. No,
1: no, and obviously this is a torture method, so they're doing long stints of time. I'm right. saying I would welcome, I don't know, 45 minutes a day to my fucking self, to my own goddamn thoughts. You know, no kids running around room, not hearing your voice. Like, I mean, everything that's
0: understandable. <laughs> you don't need a white room for that. There's plenty of dreadheads, male and female who have probably offered you like, Hey, we heard how that last podcast love. was. If, if that wasn't a joke, if you need a place to stay, I'm teasing. I'm it's teasing. Absolutely
1: out of love. But you know, just the, the ability to completely disconnect, for instance, like people talk about but detoxes. No, listen, but if people talk about it, nutritional detoxes. Like, Oh, okay. I need to clean everything out. That's what I'm meaning is like that nice little 30 to 45 minute reset where you get to like kind of clean out all your senses and come back to this weird baseline that you normally wouldn't get because our environments are chock full of stimuli.
0: So are you saying that like, all right, the white room, obviously this is not the way it's used, right? Hits for Absolutely getting into this. But so oh, are yeah, you yeah. saying that like, hey, it would be cool if like, I don't know, like at my leisure, if I wanted to spend 30 minutes in a white room, I could do that. Yeah. Okay. I
1: would pay money for that.
0: Okay, fair play. So I now, think that would
1: be very therapeutic.
0: So now, just so but for the rest, but this isn't. <laughs> well, I was gonna say for everyone listening, that's either Team Joe or Team John on this one. <laughs> Joe's sitting there like, I would need that to my to me. Thirty minutes would be enough to pretty much crack me to confess to anything. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I wasn't born when Kennedy was killed. I wasn't a part of the CIA that killed him, but. Yeah, you give me t- like twenty minutes in a whiteout room with no noise and all that. Oh my God, I will confess yeah, to being Benedict Arnold. But ke- but keep on with the actual. So the way that white room is used, yeah. the to torture
1: method. Yeah, so it's a prisoner. Obviously, they're held in a cell and they're completely deprived of all senses and you know like touch and identity or anything. And it's particularly still used in Iran. Um, there's evidence. That's still used in his, uh, Venezuelan prisons um, or interrogation methods, and the United States intelligence services.
0: I mean, we live in the U.S. I, a. I'm going to say as a U.S. If that is c- the worst
1: thing they tell us about, there's far worse that they're doing, and I'm okay a, with they're this, not honestly. telling us about. It, but yeah. I, I,
0: you know, as a U.S. citizen, when I'm like when I read like oh, it's used in Iran, well that makes sense because I'm an American. Yeah. When I hear Venezuela, oh well that makes sense because I'm an American. But then when they're like oh it's used in America as a Non woke, mm-hmm. but awoken and aware American citizen. I go, oh well, that makes sense too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't want to know what the fuck's going on in there, and for good goddamn reason. But when you're like, yeah, they use this, doesn't surprise nope. me. I don't know, I don't but think uh, anything
1: has surprised yeah, me. Yeah, so you
0: know, but you know, whatever. There's still baseball games and beer, so I'm one of those kind of guys. But Joe. Uh, tell me, like, so yeah. visually, explain the white room because I know we all think, "Oh, it's white," but like, really boil it down here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's completely deprived of color. Their cells completely white. The walls, the floors, the ceiling, their clothes, their food <sighs> is even devoid of color. So absolutely no color stimuli. Well, does it and- work on
0: black people though, or mm-hmm. browns or yellow, red, whatever's precious in the sight besides white? You feel like maybe a Native American would be in there and be like, I don't know, I'm a little too red. This don't work on me. I'm pissed that you did this to me. But Well oh, no, you.
1: because like you're white we're like not like white, white. I mean come it on. It depends man. on how much sun I white, get. White, this past anyways. weekend in
0: Carowinds, I definitely look like I probably should run for like a member of Congress in Puerto Rico.
1: Under yeah, Baseo yeah, under a Latino name. <laughs>
0: Well, I got the mustache for yeah, it. To be so fair, like, uh, <laughs> dreadheads—if you follow our IG—the porn stash is loose. Oh, it is the summer of stash over <laughs> all here. All right. Well, but anyways, yeah, right back to it. Back to it. Yeah. So, yeah. They're pr- deprived of all color.
1: Yeah. So everything's devoid of color, and how the neon lights, the neon tubes are positioned above them—they don't. They're positioned in a way so that it doesn't even create shadows. Really? Yeah. So-, so it kind of fills the entire room with light. So it's position. It has to be position line. Like. You know, photography, so, so there's a way to people, do people that, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: mean, you're you're talking yeah. to me. I, mean, I represent the rest of these regular people out here. I don't know how that shit I works. Mean, so there is a way to light a room where shadows don't exist for all intents and purposes. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're going to have some. Right, but, but certainly,
0: certainly definitely no way of being able to keep track of anything or something.
1: Probably. I, I would think. You know, I mean, there's probably some way. If somebody's thought of it, then there's a way of doing it. Um, yeah, I, so, see but, that,
0: I see also all surfaces are smooth. Uh-huh. So there's no sensation of touch. There's nothing for all the five senses in this room. There's nothing for them to fucking do. Yeah, to. so
1: if you think about it, if you close your eyes and you think about it, you're in a room that is completely whited out, completely full of light. Everything that you that you touch, see... Um, any kind of interaction with is completely devoid of color and shadow on top of this. Even the guards that are even manning the, se- the hallways outside of your cell, they stand in silence. They're wearing padded shoes just to avoid making any noise That's even on the floor. That's sick
0: right there with yeah. it. Like, we'll deprive you of sound as well. Prisoners
1: we- cannot hear anything but themselves. Fuck. Now, if you've even been in a remotely like quiet area, it sounds like a fucking train running through your head. And then you start hearing your respirations, your own heartbeat. Just think how deep into your own body functions you Joe, think Joe,
0: think of the conversations we had, yeah. we've had, yeah. and then think if someone put me in a white room. Yeah. You know I'm not coming out of there. No. Like, I'm going to break really You're going to either
1: be mentally broken or you would be the first person who figured out how to commit suicide in one of these <laughs>
0: I will peel strands of paint. Like, the white paint He ran paint through, towards off the,
1: wall. the wall, put his foot up, and shoved well, his own honest, fucking kneecap through his it forehead. Honestly depends, done it honestly
0: it. honestly depends on how afraid I am of male-on-male male rape. <laughs> my biggest fear of prison. <laughs> I, this isn't gay sex shit. I, y'all mm. motherfuckers doing it consensually. I don't care about that. But, like, I watched Oz way too young. <laughs> way too young. You have When a- my dad had that illegal bootjack fucking direct TV card. <laughs> Fucking shout out to my dad. He probably ain't listening to this one, but I get it. But yeah, dude, like I, I could not fucking imagine this. To me, seems like it's almost worse than uh, solitary confinement.
1: Oh, I, I can understand that because I mean, even on top of the solitary confinement, at least you might have a, a guard that walks right. past. Someone you're gonna hear sh- something. You, you're gonna hear
0: shit. Yeah, solitary yeah. confinement is usually kind of I, from what I would see is it's almost like an echoist type area even though there's multiple people there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of hollow area i would assume thin walls because it's american prison systems that i'm thinking of and of course all of our prisons are fucking for profit so they ain't gonna be building in fucking real good insulation in between them motherfuckers but joe Continue, because I think oh, I might need to sit out more on this one, because this is fucking freaking me out, <laughs> the idea this happens. Uh,
1: but on top of this, like, if you're still sitting there with your eyes closed, again, sorry. Um, but if you also think about this, the food that you're even being fed is, un- is like, fucking, cla- it's usually just unseasoned rice to also deprive you of taste, you know, like, you know, any, like, extreme sensations of taste, and the smell, aroma. So, I mean, they're doing everything they possibly can to to deprive all senses. Um, Like but John was also saying uh, the surfaces are smooth. You know, they're robbing them of the sensation of touch. Uh, Detainees are often held for months or years. So that's the breaking point. So where I say, yeah, 30, 45 minutes, I would pay for that.
0: 30, Uh, 45 days?
1: No. 30, I'm not going to be able to, minutes. I am no longer a minutes. functioning If I human. said days, I'm sorry. I meant minutes. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, but this? That. I was saying, you
0: No, you yeah. said the minutes for the relaxation. I was like, yeah, yeah but 30 to 45 days, like yeah. they're saying? For
1: months or even, e- yeah, I couldn't do that. I no, would be throwing my nothing.
0: own shit around just to have a fucking break in color. I'd be, I would dreadheads. I would lose it. Yeah. I'm not good in that. Joe's the tougher. <laughs> But I would lose it.
1: Yeah, but so the effects of uh, this torture are actually really uh, um, uh, well-documented in several testimonials. Uh, Prisoners, you know, obviously will become uh, depersonalized by losing personal identity for extended periods of isolation, you know causing hallucinations, auditory or visual, um, or even psychotic, full psychotic breaks.
0: So it's like being in a room where you're forced to fucking trip on acid and or mushrooms or whatever, but you have no fucking choice if you want to because you're stuck in that fucking room.
1: Yeah, essentially. So in Iran, this torture has been practiced on uh, political prisoners. No!
0: Not in Iran!
1: I know. Um, They tend to experience this type of torture. um, The ones that are, are... Usually picked for this are like journalists journalist held in the Eveen prison. Uh, Amir Fakhavar. I'm sure she said that wrong. I didn't mm-hmm. put all
0: the weird punctuations because we wouldn't fucking know what they meant anyway. But it's
1: E-V-I-N. It's yes. It's even i I don't fucking know. No, no. You uh, said
0: it right. I was kind of defending you there. <laughs> I was going in your honor, but continue.
1: Uh, so Amir Fakhavar, an Iranian uh, white room prisoner, was tortured for eight months in 2004. God he damn. still has horrors about his times in the white room. And according to Hadi Gahimi, such tortures and even are not necessarily authorized directly by the Iranian government. So these are people kind of working under their own special umbrella right. of justice. Well, when, you, when
0: you've seen anything like, I mean, everyone knows, it, it, even a politician or a fucking four-star general, eventually they get to a point where they're like, I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. I want the results. Outside of that, I do not want to or fucking know. Yeah, I
1: was about to say, the generalized, uh, you know... Uh, order of being like all right get them to talk you know you're not specifying shit right so with this torture it can actually um include prolonged periods of solitary confinement and the use of continual illumination to deprive sleep
0: wouldn't the illumination make the white even more uh, to me that makes it feel like if like if if they were talking like illumination like they're not talking about the overhead things like you were talking about earlier that was Mm -hmm. blocking shadows and shit like that I, to me, when I when I hear that part, I think illumination like they're shining it in certain spots of the room to really get reflection and, and shit like that. Really amp things up.
1: No, I think it's just uh, bright, intense lights constantly to fuck with your circadian cycle. So I'm and i also- more fucked
0: up than the Iranian government.
1: No, I'm damn it, I was. <laughs> I tried I, so trying. hard and got so
0: far, <laughs> but in the end it doesn't even matter. So Which go is, on. but
1: the sleep deprivation is a, that make, that lends more credence towards having the psychological break. Cause people who usually become sleep deprived and the very next step before death is, is severe hallucinations. Um, but it's often done in detention centers outside the control of the prison authorities and including section 209 of the even prison, like we were talking about. Um, They were also saying that he was also tortured with severe beatings for the purpose of eliciting confessions.
0: Oh, I mean, really? Oh, I know. Oh, no, we've we've made you basically lose your fucking grip on reality, and then now we're punching you and saying, hey, if you just say this, it cannot be this bad. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'll i put that on the feet of every fucking government with any small to decent-sized amount of military. I don't care who you guys are. I, I it, We're all in this fucking shit together, but when you start having, like, armed wings of the government, and I ain't necessarily against them. I got two older brothers that fucking, I fucking support the troops. They served fucking proudly. I'm talking about the people behind that fucking shit, doing that kind of, that's a, that's some fuck shit, right? There.
1: Yeah, it really is. But yeah, like, like uh, I was saying earlier, like there was, there's a lot of documenting cases and another one, um, or before getting on to the next one, uh, going back to Amir Fakharver, um, Amnesty International Report in 2004 actually documented evidence of the white room torture that he was a part of, um, specifically by the uh, Revolutionary Guards. And according to the report, which called his case the first known example of white room torture in Iran, claimed that his cell had no windows and the walls in his clothes were white his meals consisted of white rice on white plates to use the toilet he had to put a white piece of paper under the door he was forbidden to speak and the guards reportedly wore shoes that muffled sound upon his arrival in the u.s fuck Carver confirmed this report in an interview with christian broadcasting network um now the very next thing with that um in a re- in a telephone call to the Human Rights Watch in 2004, the Iranian journalist Ibrahim Nabavi made the following claim regarding white room torture. So this kind of feeds into the previous report. Um, quote, since I left uh, even I have not been able to sleep without sleeping pills. It is terrible. The loneliness never leaves you long after you are quote unquote free. Every door that is closed on you, this is why we call it white torture. They get what they want without having to hit you. They know enough about you to control the information that you get. They can make you believe that the president has resigned, that they have your wife, that someone you trust has told them lies about you. You begin to break, and once you break, they have all, they have control. And then you begin to confess any quote that's, so this is essentially this is that's
0: powerful right there that, whether or not that the guys whether you. or not the guys guilty or not yeah. man, that's some fucked up stuff
1: yeah absolutely and i think that taps into your your fear like the hopelessness in a, of it
0: oh yeah like every yeah. time i cuz you know us dreadheads we love to watch extreme horror movies and the only extreme horror movies that really fuck me up is where it seems like realistic human hopelessness, mm-hmm. and I mean, honestly, that should fuck all of us up. Joe's stronger than us, but she's stronger than us because she's wanting to go to a hospital and help people. We need people that are stronger than us to fucking help people. But for me, I, I just can't have a help people. Stomach, that's all. <laughs> well, no, I just I can't help someone at that point, you know, mm-hmm. if, especially if I know the backstory and things like that. But Joe, um, also uh, Kayanush Sangari, who is an Iranian blogger and activist. Uh, he had allegedly experienced this type of torture in 2006 and he claimed, and I quote, I feel that solitary confinement, which wages war on the soul and mind of a person can be the most inhumane form of white torture for people like me who are arrested solely for defending citizens rights. I only hope the day comes when no one is put in solitary confinement to punish them for the peaceful expression of his ideas. Now,
1: Dreadheads,
0: we we could go through, I mean, we've got other examples even where, you know, it's been quote unquote used in the U.S., particularly the war on terror, especially if you go back to the days of like the early uh, uh, Abu Ghraib type shit, mm-hmm. the early days of, when everyone suddenly knew about Guantanamo Bay, to be honest, dreadheads, we don't do political shit. Mm-hmm. Guantanamo Bay may have been there and named that since the 1800s. You're humble fucking dope ass host, and John they literally
1: and John. scraped off the monkey film at the top of everything that they actually do there, and that's the only shit you got to see. Right? We so hear- if you're if you're really that concerned about fucking somebody getting sexually shamed at Abu Ghraib and then fucking what is water torture, you. Do do not want to know what else they probably fucking do. No, if that's that the turns shit your that stomach, You need puppy dogs and kittens shoved up your ass. And I mean, don't know what the And fuck you're not, not I mean. a real
0: fucking dreadhead, no. and we're here for the dreadheads, and we're here for the new dreadheads who just yeah. found their own fucking family. But yes, dreadheads, that is all about the white room torture, and trust me, that's one of the few tortures and executions that we've talked about that is so used in modern times where you yourself can go actually on the surface web of Google and find tons of really fucked up stories all about it. But we're going to keep moving right along to all of y'all and let y'all get to, we're going to get to the next one, Joe. Mm -hmm. Now, this is another method (laughs) here. Joe, what is section six about?
1: Uh, Breast Ripper, a.k.a. the spider.
0: A.k.a. the spider. Dreadheads, hold on to your fucking titties.
1: The Breast Ripper, known in another form as the Iron Spard, Spider, or Ugh. simply the spider. Yeah, um,
0: everybody loves spiders, Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all should all tits. simply refer to things as spiders.
1: Uh was a torture instrument uh, instrument mainly used on women who were accused of adultery or self-performed abortion. Harlots. Harlots. Yeah. So the instrument was. The hey, hurrying. and
0: everybody, listen to this. I know the abortion thing. That is oh not. Oh God. This just fell the way it fell. Please, dreadheads. We don't do politics here. Everybody who feels any way well, they see, want to have is to welcome break. here. If you
1: did fucking didn't highlight, it, maybe people wouldn't think it.
0: Fuck that. You can't say <laughs> abortion at this point, right I meant
1: now. I I I completely meant that sarcastically. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. just letting
0: everybody know. I don't give a fuck what <laughs> wing of the bird you guys are on. Whichever wing you're on, send us money. Listen to us and keep supporting us. We ain't about the fucking politics. Joe, go ahead.
1: So it was designed to actually rip the breast from a woman. It was made from iron, which was usually heated. So that's kind of like a fatty tissue. So it's like, I don't know, like a butter knife, warm butter knife going through butter at that point. I like butter. (laughs) The breast uh, ripper was often used uh, heated during torture and it contained four claws which were used to slowly rip the breast from the women for various crimes. So, again, uh, iron heated up, slipping through fatty tissues, uh, going in behind that, that you know, j- not just the fatty tissue, the adipose, but also, like, the muscle, and shredding. I love
0: that the instrument would be imposed onto a single breast of the woman, so they were basically like, look, somebody saw that you grew really good roses, so you're <laughs> definitely a witch. but. If you want to confess, we can only rip one of your titties off before we do it. Uh, everything seems designed. I mean, watch once you get that shredded, got shredded attached, like
1: fucking pork, and then you have to watch the other one get done. Well, I'm just
0: saying, when you think of the device and Dreadheads, feel free to Google it uh, and see what it looks like. But it is, it's just basically, it looks like if a spider had four legs mm-hmm. and two go into the top of the, of the boob and two underneath. And I mean, basically, from the weight that. It's I like, saw a it. Claw. like
1: a Basically, grabber cloth. Basically, yeah. Like one insta- of those instead of
0: getting a shitty knockoff Chinese stuffed animal, you're getting, you know, a fucking you meat. You're getting a boob.
1: Yeah. But Threaded pork. But that's <laughs> the
0: thing. It seems like once they put this in, like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna lose this boob, or at least most of its function. If you don't want to lose the other one, you better talk.
1: Yeah. So and then there's a main difference between you know the breast ripper and the spider. Um. The iron spire, it would have been attached to a wall, and the woman's breast would have been fixed inside of the claw God damn. And then the victim was then pulled away from the wall, tearing off her breast. So, and, and then in another variant of this, induced spiked bars affixed slightly away from the wall, and the victim would have been pulled along the ball, uh, bars until her breasts were ripped off. Hey, so, I kind d- of like a grating. Well, see, I mean, I've got
0: got now dreadheads. I've lost a lot of weight, but I've still got a decent pair of fucking homemade USA red, white, and blue fucking Freedom Eagle and Bud Light fucking man titties on me. So I'm with everyone who identifies. Again, we always say he, she, they, them, either, nor, neither, nor. We don't fucking care at this point. We love all you motherfuckers out there. But if you got a little bit of fucking chest meat on you, they could have applied this to you. So to me, even though it had kind of a sexist background of originally going for women back when everybody was so goddamn starved, men couldn't have titties. We leaving. We're, we're living in the year 2022. A lot of men got a little bit of titty meat on them. Even if you're at the fucking gym and you've been pumping that shit and you can fucking flex it. I promise you. <laughs> The Breast Ripper, a.k.a. Spider, could go through all of your gym techniques when you're lashed to a fucking chair, and you're going to get your titty meat ripped out, just like me, who, you know, I've looked at 5Ks. I've researched them. I have not participated in them, but I have lost weight to that fucking point. (laughs) But I got enough titty meat to go. The Breast Ripper is fucking a really goddamn terrible tool That, especially in 2022, is actually more relevant than ever, in my opinion, (laughs) Joe. You got third world men with fucking titties. That's the way we are. A breast ripper, that's fucked up. But now let's move on to the next one, Joe. And everyone, good fucking God. Everyone knows this one. Either if you've seen one of our favorite horror movies of all time. Which is Martyrs? It's a French film. Do not watch the American remake. It's completely fucking useless. Yeah. Or if you've seen enough episodes of Game of Thrones, yeah. sorry, not Game or Thrones, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Joe. Take us into flaying, A.K.A.
1: skinning. Yeah, method of slow and painful execution, which really is it? Skin?
0: Is it slow to skin? Is it painful? <laughs> oh, Good God, on. I've I've actually skinned <laughs> deer. I I grew up in the South, as you guys all know, and I I there was a guy when I you know back when it meant something for me as a young teenager, there was a fellow that my family went to church with. He owned a processing plant. I've skinned things.
1: Mm.
0: Every time I skinned anything, dead. Joe, the fucking head was off. There was no, any kind of misinterpretation that what the fuck we were doing was being done to a carcass. Now, for all of our vegan and vet, uh, Not veterinarian, <laughs> our fucking vegetarian, vegetarian. <laughs> dreadheads out there, that might not be enough. To, but the normal ones of you flaying... Oh, motherfuckers, the head was still on, and Joe, so much more. Tell us about
1: (laughs) it. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously, uh, the skin is removed from the body, and an attempt is made to keep the removed portion of skin intact. Right, so, like they're
0: skinning it almost like a rug. Yeah, yeah. So yes. a dead
1: animal may be flayed when, you know, being used as human food or for its hide or its first. So right. they're trying to take the skin off. Um, but obviously it's more uh, commonly called skinning. So flaying right. is Well,
0: flaying is a nice term for skinning another fucking human being. Yeah. It's the exact same thing that anyone who deals with, uh, you know, hunting or processing meat of skinning. Your livestock, but it's technically it's just it's only called flaying Joe when it's human on human. To be fair.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, on top of that, obviously, it depends on how much of the skin is actually removed. So you can either consider flaying a human. Yeah, yeah, because oh, like, okay. you can flay somebody, but to a certain a certain point, they are going to die. So either you have the well, intent of keeping a, them alive, I, I, or you don't give a fuck if they die.
0: I can't remember, but I feel like it was maybe Egyptians or or something back in that date that they there wasn't flaying, but they would like basically remove the skin off of the back of like slaves and things of that nature to where it wouldn't kill them. Yeah, it so, would maim them and stuff. So that's I I I right there with your point on that.
1: Yeah one. yeah yeah. So um, there's also records of people that filleted after death. You know historically, so you know obviously removing the skin off of a corpse, prominent eminent or a criminal, sometimes related to like religious beliefs. Sometimes even the skin is like, used again for like a deterrent. Well yeah, you're debasing and de- you're, yeah, you're yeah.
0: debasing and defacing a corpse, yeah. and no matter. A lot of dreadheads, again, that's why we don't get into religion or politics but here, motherfuckers. But spiritually everybody, desecrating yeah, a grave right. is it, a bad yeah, thing. You, yeah, you go back to fucking our ancestors and recorded history and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you, you don't that's fuck with the lore, dead.
1: Yeah, that's why there's lore surrounded right. about stirring up shit. So, um, dermatologist Ernest G. Jung uh, notes that I Jung, No, it was Ernst oh.
0: G. Jung.
1: Yeah, well, what
0: German as fuck. I can't imagine why a German... <laughs> had interest in and flaying. I, I
1: know, right? Uh, no, of the typical causes of death due to flaying or shock, critical loss of blood, or other blood, bodily fluids, hypothermia infections, and the actual death is estimated to occur from a few hours up to a few days after the flaying has occurred. Wow. Uh, again, it depends so someone- on area because obviously if you're losing em- large amounts of blood, you're losing you know tissue deprivation, right. all that shit, it all goes into play. So they're going to be likely to die faster considering the larger area that's flayed. But if it's a little section and they're cleaning up, you motherfucker, you could live through that. Think about that Well, shit. That's,
0: that's the thing that is why flaying is actually a term. Because when you think about like, okay, I killed a deer. I killed an elk, whatever. You are going to skin it. Flaying is skinning. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is. But now, obviously, hey, I killed a deer. I want to feed my village, my family, yada, yada, yada. You're going to skin the whole goddamn thing, and you're also definitely not going to do it while it's alive. Before it even gets loaded up into whatever yeah, it's
1: already been put out. Of its right, whatever misery.
0: vehicle you went hunting yeah. in to take it to the processor. But this or is or a to,
1: torture method, so, right? Yeah, so, so it's obviously done much more methodical, exactly. And then that's also why even something like you can die of something like hypothermia from having this done to you. Right, for, for, I for e, the torture. The person's torture. fucking alive. They shouldn't be alive while this is getting done. Fair. And then the skin obviously provides insulation. That's why. That's why I always t- call it insulation. So you're taking off that fat layer. They can also die of hypothermia. So there's a lot of variables in play.
0: Right. Well, and the other thing to think about too, is that with flaying, it's not necessarily something that had to be done all at once. Flaying, like, like Joe had said, it could be hours. It could be days. I mean, it could technically be weeks. If you were like, Hey, we're going to flay a person or we're going to flay a guy or a girl to death, but we're going to do it portion by portion. You could honestly drag that out for an immense amount of time if you were even in the most rudimentary Not rudimentary. Sanitary. Yeah. No, no I'm saying dude. if they had rudimentary sanitary capabilities, you could carry that out for at least a few weeks. At I, least a I don't, week or I think, two.
1: I think, no, I think. Am I it, wrong? I think you, I, you got
0: the medical background, so let's are. be fair.
1: Yeah, rudimentary. I think you could get them through a few days before that. But that's would still, I mean, you're talking about
0: them. Continuously cutting pieces off, of, obviously not nonstop, mm-hmm. but even if you survive you in a couple days, you gotta think about days, the shock
1: level. Uh, you gotta think about like volume of fluids also in the human body. Like no, there's a lot of shit in play. They'd be dead within two to three days. But I still, what like a terrible two or three what days? I mean.
0: though. What a terrible oh, two I mean, to three I'd days. I'd have been,
1: I'd have been wanting to die after the first couple hours. Are you fucking kidding me? So I also couldn't imagine myself going through the next one. The fucking rack. So is that
0: Lex Luger's move in WCW? That was the torture racks in... You nah, know, motherfucker, fucking
1: this ain't going on on motherfucking
0: TV. Motherfucking Flex Luger?
1: <laughs> so this is a torture device consisting of a rectangular, usually wooden frame, slightly raised from the ground with a roller at one or both ends of the structure.
0: This is another one, Dreadheads. I'm going to let Joe continue. But if you, if you look it up, the actual, the rack, mm-hmm. the real rack, you could you could find... You can find fucking diagrams of it that break it down to see how, how brutal she's talking about. Back to Joe.
1: Yes. So the victim's ankles are fastened to one roller and the wrists are chained to the other. As the interrogation progresses, a handle and ratchet mechanism attached to the top roller are used to retract the chain... Very slowly, very gradually, obviously increasing the strain on the person's shoulders, their hips, their knees, elbows, and causing excruciating pain. They're pulling at the fucking joints. By means of these pulleys and levers, the roller could be rotated on its own axis. So, this also means that straining the ropes until the sufferer's joints were completely dislocated and eventually fucking separated. So, so if the muscle, hold on. The I'm sorry. Fibers, I'm sorry.
0: I'm getting, I'm getting antsy over here. Go ahead. I'm ad- sorry.
1: Additionally, if the muscle fibers are stretched excessively, they lose their ability to contract or rem- rendering them ineffective. So hold the right, there, hold right there. Hold right there. Hold
0: right there. Hold right there. Because I think you're going to give away what I'm about to ask. Yeah. I want you to dumb it down. And I don't mean dumb in a bad way. Most of us ain't in our in school and stuff like that. Apart from Kim who messes you, the rest of us are fuck offs. Mm -hmm. Am I correct in saying that this, this is going to take the arms and legs. And if it's done viciously or consistently enough, there is no way for the arms and legs to heal back to an actual operable state.
1: Not without being reset.
0: Well, we got to talk about when this is, we're not talking about this being done to some motherfucker right now, especially the rack. I mean, we've all seen Braveheart hung, drawn, and quartered. The rack is part of that. Yeah. So when you think of that, I mean, let's take it. There
1: is a point where you cannot be separated anymore. Well, obviously.
0: (laughs) so, So I'm not talking about when with quartering where people are split. I get that. But let's just focus on the rack aspect where they're just, they're really applying... And Dreadheads, bear with me here. I know y'all love this sick shit. Fuck you. I love ya. So they're they're fucking with the arms. They're fucking with the legs. Which ultimately, if you're connecting it to the body, you're talking about sockets, correct? Yeah. Okay, so where the legs socket into the pelvis, where the arms socket into the the shoulder, clavicle, all that good shit. We've yeah. all fucking seen that we've all watched slim good body on pbs we know how this is so you could eventually and, and this is the way i'm interpreting it and if i'm wrong we're, we're gonna go right ahead but i'm saying this so there's amount of the point where they can get those so out of socket so out of alignment there's there's not a goddamn thing you could do to realign them
1: well yeah
0: and that is that what i'm hearing correctly here about I mean, this rack
1: okay so Yes and no. Because I'm saying right, additionally, so hold on. Question. I want to bring I want to bring this up. it's gonna up, take I, too long to answer. Sorry,
0: I'm gonna bring this up just to help you surmise it really quickly because I'm focusing on this one line. If muscle fibers are stretched excessively, they lose their ability to contract, rendering them ineffective. That's what I want you to dumb down because that's what I thought. The joints where every my arms and legs connect to my fucking torso and all that shit. That's what's really on the rack being manipulated. That's one of the certain few things on a human you can manipulate internally and not risk actually killing them, but crippling them. It, am I reading that correctly? Feel free. I'm, I'm rendering the floor unto you now. Go.
1: It's too complicated of a question to answer.
0: Can you break it down very quickly? No. Is what, is what I'm fearing possible? Kind of. So it is like if they really fucking went all out. Uh,
1: it depends on how far See, this is why this is why you
0: fucking listen to spread the dread and versus them okay. other motherfuckers. It's, 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 Here okay. we go, Joe. They
1: stretch it out so far that they break vessels or fuck up arteries. They're going to bleed the fuck out. So I'm without giving everything over to you right now, without surgical inven- intervention, at some point, they're going to fucking die. But it. it The whole thing of, like, making the limb completely useless, not necessarily. Now, do me a favor. As far as the muscle, yeah, a man lose contractibility to an extent, but they still got a goddamn muscle connecting one fucking bone to the other.
0: All right. Now do me a favor. Uh, I, do me a favor. It, it, no, 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 That was, that was fucking great. That's what, no. that's what I wanted. That's what everybody listening fucking I just wanted. I don't feel like
1: that's a good fucking explanation. because That's, it, it, that's it's, more
0: than most of our audience. <laughs> and one half of this show can fucking digest. I.E. me. But what, so here's what I'm saying, because the rack is a really old method. Yes. So I want to I want to put this for the
1: pain. Th- this is more about pain, y'all. Like this was done out on the open. Really what this is about. Well, if it was always a about public, it.
0: Again, if you saw the end of Braveheart, you know, it was it was to it wasn't fuck the guy who they were doing it to. They could have slit his throat and got rid of him. They wanted to teach everyone else a lesson when they did this shit. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Yeah. It was often done in public squares. Mm. But so, but I'm talking about back in those times. Mm. I mean, normally they didn't stop at the rack. It was, it was a stopgap to something worse.
1: No, 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 no. Usually. The device, am I wrong? Yeah. Okay. It, the the fair normally play, fair device play, that you're it. on, you're going to die on. The device they stick your ass on, you're going to die on. Like that back then, no, they didn't have time to kind of juggle you around like you're a fucking carnival act. Well, unless you unless you carnival unless actor, you, and that and that you was were it.
0: unless you were like fucking top tier. Uh, okay, so maybe
1: maybe uh, well, like William like Wallace, do a second act of like dragging the human carcass back through the town just to be on display. But usually, if you were stuck on the rack or you were stuck getting quartered. Then you were drugged through town, but it wasn't usually, you got like five different fucking torture methods on you. But
0: in wrapping up this section for it, Mm -hmm. because I I made you overextend on behalf of the other dreadheads who, like me, are like, he's making a lot of good points, and I don't get it either. (laughs) But, so, this is something, particularly back in medieval times, could this have killed you, though? Yeah. And- on top of that, we know that, but could this have been implemented so much where a human could not be dead, but it rendered all four of he it what was it paraplegic? Mm-hmm. Quadriplegic, quadriplegic is when it's they, awful. Yeah, Could it render them in that way?
1: I, I probably I would I could imagine, yeah.
0: Do you, but do you imagine if they were taking it to that extreme on someone there they was there was a death blow much. waiting down yeah. the line too. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Okay, fair play. So now, Joe. I'm sorry, dreadheads. I ask the questions that you want to ask because not all of us live with, I mean, honestly, you all have listened. Joe's over here. She's about to be fully functional as an LPN and then she's got another couple of fucking classes and she's an RN. That's why no one will ever be on this podcast except for Joe. So I got to ask those fucking weird questions. But Joe, let's move on now. We've talked about foot cooking. Yeah. Oh boy, dreadheads, go check out one of the other tortures and executions that we talked about foot cooking. Mm-hmm. That's a great or the one. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. But now we're leading up to how you tenderize the meat if you're going to mm-hmm. fucking cook it, Joe. But we're going to talk about foot whooping, a.k.a. you need to pronounce those other ones. Falanga? Falanga, a.k.a.
1: Bastinado
0: bastinado Now my or port
1: Bastionado. F- I don't fucking know. My my it's uh, so long my since I'm my Spanish.
0: my espanol. Or I'll say this because I'm a I'm
1: you know. You know I'm, what? You did say foot whipping though. <laughs> it's foot whipping, <laughs> but your Southerns got shown. <laughs> foot
0: may, may my plus size mama rest in peace. <laughs> but if I got fit, foot whipping, uh, it was a foot whooping. Thank you. Uh, uh, but bastinado I don't it's, know enough about. Still, I don't know enough about Spanish or. El Portuguesa, or whatever the fuck they (laughs) do. So, Joe, take us into that. We've talked about foot-cooking. Let's talk about tenderizing that meat.
1: Yeah. So regardless, it's a method of inflicting pain and humiliation by administering a beating on the soles of a person's bare fucking feet. So unlike most types of flogging, it's meant more to be painful than to cause actual injury to the person. So it's the feeling, not what the after effect is.
0: No, no. Because we all know public flogging has been around for fucking ever. Yeah. You know, and and it's still practiced in a lot of cultures today. I'm not going to name them because that's not that kind of podcast. But you know what popped in your mind, Dreadhead. But this is technically, Joe, a form of... Of public flogging, yeah, yeah.
1: So blows are generally d- delivered with a light rod, knotted cord, or like a lash. And the person's receiving this is forced to be barefoot, and the soles of the feet are placed in an exposed position. Obviously, the beating is typically performed with an object like a clean, you know, even like a cane or even like a switch. Really, like what we would Ooh, use like here. them
0: hickory switches yeah. we grew up on. Yeah, God, it was like man. lighted
1: rod, knotted cord. If, you, if you're oh, cane from, if you're switch. from the, if you're from the <laughs> United
0: States of America, we at least. If you switches. are east of fucking the Mississippi River, you know what a goddamn hickory switch is. And I know. Woo, Joe, go light on.
1: your ass up. So the strokes are usually aimed at the arch of the feet and repeated a certain number of times, so that sweet meat on the bottom side of your foot on the inside. You know that stuff.
0: If you In barely, if you, if you honestly, if you have cats mm-hmm. and you step on a granule of fucking cat litter mm-hmm. right to the soles of your feet, if they've been well protected most of your life, and you feel like you're going to piss yourself and die. Mm-hmm that's where they literally, they, they didn't get you on the heel. Mm-hmm. The heel was tough. The heel takes shit. Not even the pads. I was at just going to say, if
1: you're flat-footed, it's the part that's not supposed to be touched to the ground. Well, that okay, was such so, a bad explanation. So, no, though. hold on. So that's because, what, because, because, no, my head.
0: no, that's great, because we have two different types of feet. I have a good arch. Yeah, I don't got no arch. You don't. So, so mm-hmm. what is the smoothest part of the bottom of your feet?
1: Uh, it's that inside part. It's that like Crescent Moon part that everybody else has got that I No, no, I
0: have no, got that part too. I'm talking about yeah. so I'm talking about pads. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about where, where the toes meet the foot. And then I'm talking about you got that dip where if you dip, go and, if arch, you go and buy a good pair of new balances, that's what's supported. Yeah, then you got remember. the heel. Yeah. What's your most tender part?
1: That, that that
0: middle section. Yeah, middle section. All right, so flat footed or not, that's where they were gonna win. Yeah, they ain't getting the heels. They ain't even getting the pads. No,
1: they getting that yeah, sweet meat. meat. Yeah, yeah, right exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Go. So um, again, they're forced to be barefoot. They're getting beat across that you know sweet meat in the bottom of their foot. Uh, usually aimed at the arch of the feet, like they said. And then it's also referred to as uh, a can- a foot caning or sole caning, yeah, depending on the S- actual o- instrument that's being
0: used. They spell it S-O-L-E, which I know is meant for the soles of your feet, but brother, I think they should
1: pronounce that <laughs> S-O-U-L. S-O-U-L.
0: That is a beating to your yeah. goddamn soul.
1: Yeah, so the German term, uh, bostonade, uh, uh, deriving from the Italian noun bostonada, stroke with the use of a stick, In former times, it was also referred to as a solenstreich, striking the souls. So, foot whipping was commonly reported a tortured method used by the security offers of Bahrain on its citizens between 1974 and 2001. So, it's not so much this is like medieval. This is also in modern, or you know, into modern times, which makes sense. It's fucking rudimentary. All right, right. take your sh- fucking You'll sh- never, shoes off
0: and give me a stick. Right, if if I was to catch a guy, it's right not the fucking worst thing now, that
1: could be done with a stick in you. No,
0: motherfuckers, go listen <laughs> to give tortures and feet.
1: executions,
0: part one through three. We can oh, give yeah. you some worse. Yeah. But yeah, this Keep is one it of out those of situations. My this is. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that I scientific advised who has a bachelor's in psychology <laughs> is on her way to an rn she said it not me however but yeah this is one of those methods that literally no matter where you get and i hate to say it this way dreadheads but what no matter where you get your prey you have the equipment to do this which is probably why it was so well used joe
1: yeah absolutely and uh, like i said up into modern times and also even among methods it's uh it's actually still practiced to today for sure in uh, pr- on prisoners in Russia and Saudi Arabia. I mean,
0: <laughs> it's 2022, we don't get into politics, but when you hear Saudi Again, Arabia and, and Russia are it's still whipping people fucking feet. easy. Don't you get on Putin's side, we'll get the, we'll get canceled. <laughs> I agree cost-effective method if you're going to torture a motherfucker. All you need is a decent whippy stick. You
1: ain't got to yeah, have running water. Even this is easy.
0: No, that no, that that is fair enough to everybody. That's who why ever, it works on
1: children. Just saying.
0: Oh my <laughs> God, Joe's getting fucking off the rails yeah, here. Yeah, let's all
1: Let's get to the. For next every, one. I'm for sorry every,
0: for everybody who listens to us from all of those, and I, you know, I don't mean to say this with like the desert countries and stuff. We have a few of y'all. Y'all know what, are, what we're talking about. And if we're fucking being too white or American about it, feel free to comment and let us know. But we're going to do what we fucking dreadheads do and come hell or high water. We move on to the next and the final, Joe. Let's talk about the Thumbscrew, a.k.a. the Pillywinks, a.k.a. the Tabia.
1: So, this is a torture instrument, which was first used in early modern Europe. And Yay! It's all of us white fucking <laughs> Philistines Anglo or whatever they motherfuckers. us. yeah. Yay. So, obviously, this is just like a, a vice and it was, you know, sometimes it had protruding studs on the interior surfaces. So, wherever it was getting smushed. Right. So, the crushing bars were sometimes lined with sharp metal points um, to sometimes like <sighs> the puncture, the nails. Um and it savage you know obviously it's meant to stimulate the flesh of the nail beds as well.
0: Oh man! Yeah.
1: So that while most rough. yeah the most common. I, actually, design. I'm
0: sorry now that my white ancestors invented this. I was like, finally something traced back to us, and they were like, "Oh, oh it fuck was re- with the nails," but it was really bad, and yeah. I'm like,
1: "Sorry." Yeah, some had metal points, and it just put it right into the fingernails. Yeah, great. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, good job. So while the most common design operated upon a single thumb or big toe... Um, there were also some that were like cleverly designed, you know, variants of this device. Well, I mean, they
0: were operated by by white people. We're we're gonna go into the same bag of tricks, but we're gonna uh, spice it up a little. Uh, bit. Really,
1: they just supersized it and said, "Hey, we that can do both big wider. toes." Don't
0: you dare! Uh, I know, I did it. Your white all husband five by the the idea of a supersized or woman. all tick-toes. A supersized maybe the woman I are w- not the woman. <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> Maybe the man I was three to four years ago, where I needed bariatric surgery, and now I'm here doing great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a super size um, motherfucker. We don't we don't shame
1: here. Joe, <laughs> oh, In the early 17th century, um, Italian Baroque painter. Artemisia Gentileschi was subjected to thumbscrew torture during a trial to establish whether or not her virginity was forcibly taken by painter Augustino Tassi.
0: Augustino Tassi sounds like someone that any guy... That is greasy sounding. Well, but it's also, (laughs) it's got like that vibe, like if he came by when it was late enough in the bar, you would be like... "Uh." Uh, Ah, I don't know. I don't know. That's Uh, greasy. It is is greasy. We should probably bottle him and and cook our fucking food. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) As late as the mid-18th century, the uh, ex-slave Olado Equino, in his autobiography, the interesting narrative of the life of Oladua," Equino. (laughs)
0: You <laughs> didn't pronounce his name the same I know time. I did not no when I, when I saw you going for I his name I pulled my the phone away from my face b- <laughs> and
1: my vi- I have horrible vision by the way guys and I pulled my phone away and it started blurring so I started just ad-libbing
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, the ex-slave, Alado Alquino in his biography, The Interesting Equiano. Narrative of the Life of Alado Equiano, documented the use of thumbscrews to torture slaves. Now, during this period, which was mid-18th century, Thomas Clarkson—boy, that's a white-ass sounding yeah. man right there. I'm sorry, everybody. You know he was white, though— Carried screws with him to further his cause for the abolition of the slave trade. Wait a second. So he's defending the motherfuckers.
1: No, no, no. He's flipping it. So what he's doing, he hoped that if he showed people what it looked like, that they would display empathy and then... On the slaves because they then could see the actual torture devices. So thumbscrews were
0: so commonly used on slaves, he was using it to teach others, be like, hey, this is not... This is fucked up. If you think slavery is humanitarian and
1: fine, you're treating
0: them normal. No. No, try this.
1: Yeah, it was to further his cause for the, you know, abolishment of the slave trade. Oh, so, okay. and it also helped with the later emancipation of the slaves in the, Brit- the British Empire. So he was putting it on display and being like, hey, I know that it's kind of like needing to see your food be made, you know, like what goes into the process of it. Okay, right. you have all these textiles and things are kind of cheap. This is what it costs somebody else, and I'm showing you. And that's gotcha. why it furthered his thing. So, um, obviously. So big
0: ups to Thomas Clarkson, which yeah. is clearly a white ass fucking name. Yeah. And he was clearly out there being like, hey, don't fucking use this shit. It's fucked up.
1: Yeah. So, and going back to Equiano uh, uh, um, and a, another gentleman by the last name of Cuguano, this actually, by him saying, hey, this is what you, we use, it further established their, their stories. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, connecting
1: Their explanations to- of, like, this does go on.
0: Right. Well, and not only that, but when you were talking about, like, Equiano and uh, Cugano, mm-hmm. they, were, they were using these on their slaves. So, it was. It no, was- no, no.
1: They were the slaves. They're saying that that's what they experienced. Oh, Yeah, gotcha. they were the slaves that experienced. So, they, further, Clarkson's, you know, capability of, uh, of garnering empathy with that device Led credence to their stories, right? So saying. he was
0: kind of giving them a physical experience, and then kind of a lecture, not in a bad way, but afterwards being like, "Hey, did this that really fu- happen? Did that fucking suck? Because here's what they keep fucking doing them with."
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Joe. Well, with that being said, and thank you so fucking much because apparently this is one of the tortures and executions episodes. This is the one I remember the most of you actually using your medical, uh learned abilities but now again you've it's been, not extensive though guys <laughs> well but but you've been going through school through this whole thing i think mm-hmm. it would be awesome to actually go back and like listen to tortures and executions part one and the insights you could provide to someone in the medical field or even not at that point because mm-hmm. i know at, at one point you were kind of just waiting for classes to start up yeah because of the whole COVID thing but i i really enjoyed uh a I, to me, Yeah, I I'm a really looking
1: g- forward to the next few on these just because of, like, um, kind of having a different depth of knowledge or depth of uh, understanding of some of these devices.
0: Absolutely. And Dreadheads, it Tortures and Executions Part 5 and 6.
1: Yeah, already have, written out. Yeah, yeah
0: every, all the notes are already done. So mm-hmm. we are still not it's done me. with this series It's me, yet.
1: guys, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, the reason it's, it's, why the episodes aren't coming out.
0: <laughs> it's no big deal. We're gonna the This podcast is always going to be me and Joe. There is no other way of doing it. That's what y'all love. This is what we love. This is what started it all. But we're going to branch out a little bit from the same name of Spread the Dread just because currently I have more time on my hands than what she does. But this podcast, Spread the Dread podcast, is always going to be me and Joe until she realizes how pretty she is and how fucking gifted she is, and she has n- she has no need of my ass anymore, <laughs> which I hope never fucking happens. Pray to your gods, pray to your fucking demons, and fucking put up a, a fucking witch doctor spell for me for that. But we are now officially at the end of Tortures and Executions, Part Four, Dreadheads. We hope you loved it. We had so much fucking fun researching this one. And again, as Joe is continuing on with her nursing, I am fully working with a couple of other people on some things that are going to make sure that no matter what, every Wednesday, you have a new release from Spread the Dread. It may not be the mainstream podcast because that is always Always, always, always going to be yours truly and Joe. It doesn't work without it. But we are going to make sure that we have that happening. And I can tell you right now, this is number one of the next four episodes that we have scheduled for you. So even if they come out every other week, y'all are covered for quite some while. Joe, it was great getting back to this. Jeff you have fun on this one? I did. That is great. So let's wrap it up and do the thing we do. Joe, if they need to find, let's remind them, it's been a minute. Everything Spread the Dread related can be found on what?
1: The spreadthedreadpodcast.com.
0: That's right. You're going to find our social media, links to episodes, links to our YouTube, all of that stuff. Everything you need is right there. Mm-hmm. Everything you need in life, except for like, you know, like food, water, and air and shit. Yeah. Podcast-wise.
1: Yeah, you have it all there. Right in front of you. You are damn
0: right. You are damn right. No, no. (laughs) We are uncomparable, and you fuckers know that. That's why you're here every week. But let's wrap it up, Joe. This has been a new episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. I'm John.
1: And I'm Joe.
0: And thank you all so much for tuning in. I want each and every one of you, after you're done listening to this, to get out into the world and wreck that shit and do it just like our boy Jack Torrance tells you to do it. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?